Welcome back, or I should say welcome to episode seven of the BizZoner 360 series. I'm your host, Brett Trainer. As a quick reminder for the first time listeners, each episode of the 360 series will focus on a single topic and will be guest free. I focus on giving you the tactics and strategies to help you grow your business to 10 million. Each episode builds off the previous one, but you don't have to listen into order. We did construct and design each of the episodes as a standalone episode. So if you recall back in episode six, I introduced the concept of connect and how to engage with your ideal prospects. In this episode, I will break down what to do after your prospects engage with you. Too often I've seen, right, you, you spend the money, the time to connect with prospects, but then you don't have anything internally or externally, depending on how you process and work with leads and sales process, et cetera, undefined and your prospects fall through the cracks. You work too hard. It's too expensive from a customer acquisition standpoint not to have a process in place for when those, those customers do engage with you. And I like to take a, an outside in approach to process. You probably hear a lot of people talking about sales process or revenue process. Again, important, but if you start with the outside in approach from the customer or your prospect and think about it from a buyer enablement standpoint and what you wanna be doing is aligning your process or your assets or your resources against those specific requirements of your buyer. And I like to think of the role of the company less about sales, right? And sales closure, even though there is an aspect to it, but it's really about a facilitation. How are you adding value to that buyer and helping them get through that process, the buying process as quickly and efficiently as, as possible. So if you approach it from that way, you can identify some of the key tasks that need to happen and key activities and put the right resources against those, whether it's a custom solution for a highly custom offering that you have versus a standard, hey, we got three different sizes of this this widget that we make. So it's going to really depend on what you're selling. But the key is do not make your prospect have to call you or reach out for information they can easily find on the website, whether that's specs, you know, pricing, I highly encourage if at all possible to put on the website and information case studies, you know, all that good, that good stuff. And again, think about each of the processes as a value add. How do you add value? And again, how do you get them through that process as, as quickly as possible? So that's one aspect which of enablement, which is the buyer. Once they buy, then you think about it from a customer enablement. And a lot of companies fall flat in this area. They think they get through the sales process, they sell them, they throw it over the fence, you know, from a customer enablement or an onboarding, and they just don't give the customer the, the attention and the focus that it actually needs. Because if you think about it, the more customers you keep, you can expand that customer, sell them additional items, and definitely want to retain them. You worked hard to get them. So put a lot of your effort into the retention and expansion. So if you think about it from an enablement process standpoint, one of them is onboarding, right? So from the time the deal closes to the time that they're using your product, how long does that take? And is it make it as simple as possible for the customer? So what you, the way to think about this is, you know, unlocking the value of your product or service for the customer. Well, hopefully the sooner the better, but during the course of the use, so if it's a, an annual contract, don't wait till the end of the contract to see how the customer is doing, if they have any questions with it. Sometimes they won't even ask, they'll just forget about it. The contract comes up, they won't renew it. So it's really about enabling the customer and making sure they're unlocking the value of your product or solution. 
And I think if you're looking at a few key metrics, right, if I go back up to buyer enablement, you know, it's the conversion rate. So how often are folks converting? And if they're not converting at a high rate, why not? You want to dig in. Average deal side, obviously the bigger the deal, the better. And it's just something you want to monitor. And then the sales cycle, I kind of referenced this in the Connect episode, that the better that you do providing them the information, showing them the value up front, the reduce or the shorter the sales process and the sales cycle will be. Then looking at from an enablement standpoint, you know, time to value is a big one. So the time they write the check or sign the contract, how quick to the realizing value from your, your product or solution. Retention, just touched on that, how you gotta keep your customers expansion and renewals, you know, so think about those from a key metrics standpoint. And this is honestly the part where you're starting to operationalize your business. If you're looking at it from, hey, one-to-one, I've been hustling, we got it to half a million dollars. But now again, I talk about that one-to-one to 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 one-to-many, you gotta have a process in place. For example, you're getting five leads a week to get your deals closed. What happens if you're getting 25 leads a week? Can your process handle that? Not just from a lead management standpoint, but from an onboarding and a customer. So uh, looking at it kind of from end to end is going to give you the visibility to where you might need to add resources, right? So if your bottleneck is in delivery, then you might have to hire a few folks there. If it's upfront in lead management, again, by having this process in place, you'll be better understand where you need to potentially make some investments. I think that the other big thing with this is in the old days, you used to build all of this internally, right? It was build the process, bring everything, buy all the technology. Now with key partners that are really good in certain aspects of the business, such as lead gen, or from a tech standpoint, could you move it to the cloud? That there's potentially partners and or contractors that you may not have to have an employee up front until you really understand where the value add is going to be within those processes. So I'll leave you with a kind of a key saying that as you're looking through both buyer enablement and customer enablement, look at it through the lens of eliminate. You know, what tasks can you eliminate that's not adding any value and causing friction for the customer? If you can't eliminate it, can you automate it? Right. So is there something that we can do that's repetitive? We can do it without the human touch. And lastly, if you can automate it, is it something that you can delegate? At the end of the day, you really want you and your team focused on all the value add opportunities with the customer and then the non the standard type administrative tasks, figure out how to eliminate or automate those. Again, this episode probably could be 30 minutes to go super deep in it, but I just wanted you to give a framework to think about, right? The two aspects of the, the enablement, the buyer and the customer, and how to start thinking about the key tasks and activities, but map it back to the way the customer wants to buy and the way the customer wants to use your product. You'll have a lot more success than if you try to take the standard conventional wisdom, hey, this is why sales and marketing works. That's what I need to do. I need to add salespeople. I need to add, you don't necessarily have to do it. Every business is a little bit different, but those two processes are gonna be consistent. Some are longer, some are shorter, but at the end of the day, that's what you have to align with. Again, I hope this was helpful. It gives you a little bit to think about. Hopefully you put a different lens on your business. And if you, as the owner entrepreneur, are still doing the vast majority of both those enablement functions, you're gonna have to look long and hard of where you can bring on some folks or systems to help you to streamline those those different areas. 
that's it for this week. Next week, we'll get into one of my favorite topics, which is support, right? I could build support into the three, right? Connect, enable as part of the process. But I think it's so important from a customer experience, a service experience, that that customer is raving about what you do. And there are things that are going to go wrong. So next week, I'll outline kind of a, a service and support strategy for your business and a framework that you can use to think about it as you start to build. Ideally, again, from that one-to-one to one-to-many, you want to have that support built into the DNA of your organization. Anyway, thank you for listening. As always, if you do enjoy this podcast, either the, the BizOwner360 or the, the longer form Uh, zero to 10 that we do on Tuesdays, please do subscribe, share, and let others know about it. We'd really appreciate it. We've been growing, but we'd always like to have a few more folks on board. Appreciate it. Have a great day.